This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. For my friends. 77 WABC. Coffee in bed, 816 on your Friday morning. Snow on the way to New York. I've got friends in Jersey. They're getting pounded on the shore already. A friend of mine's already gotten four to six inches. So what be coming, folks? So we've had a great show already, starting, of course, in the 6 o'clock hour with Artie Idala, 7 o'clock hour, both uh, Curtis Sliwa and Andrew Giuliani. And now I am graced, and I mean graced, with the beautiful presence of one of the uh, best judges and TV personalities in the history of our business. I mean that. So Fridays, I guess, he goes and dusts up on Newsmax television, which is right across the street. So now he's going to stop in live with us in studio every Friday. This is huge. My friend, Judge Andrew Napolitano. Good morning, Judge Knapp. Oh, good morning, Sid. What a pleasure to be here. By the way, I love the sweater. You do. And I didn't notice last week. The American flag. I yes. did not notice that. I'm very happy. It's the only studio I've ever been in anywhere in the country that That's has correct. an American flag. And every morning, almost mornings, I do a preview by 5.30 a.m. Right. of the upcoming show. And I talk about the guests, some right. of the topics, and the American flag is video. It's right behind me. That's wonderful. Every morning, yes. Wonderful. We, we love America. We love Israel, too. I'm on the way uh, a week from tomorrow. So right. next week, all five shows from New York. Right. My flight leaves Saturday night into Sunday morning, 1 a.m. Sunday morning. I arrive around dinner time on Sunday, the seven hours ahead right. in Israel, and ready for my first show on Monday, January the 29th. I hope I can be on with you when you're in Israel. Yeah, we'll I'll, work we'll it out. Yeah, we'll work it out. Yeah. But you've uh, you've met Bibi Netanyahu. Oh, gosh. So I'm uh, in the green room of O'Reilly's uh, studio. I walk in, and there he is. He's standing there. He pops up. Judge Napolitano, 
this is what the Jewish people want to know. <laughs> and he's about to hug me, and I go to hug him, and there's all kinds of bodyguards that are getting between us. He's swatting them away like they're flies. Now, you'll know when this was by what he said to me. This is what the Jewish people want to know. Is Michael Jackson innocent or is he guilty? Oh, that's I hilarious. God, what the hell he's going to ask me? So I said, uh, Mr. Prime Minister, the evidence of guilt is overwhelming, but I don't think a California jury will convict him. May I report this to the Jewish people? Yes. Will you visit Sarah and me? Yes. I never took him up on that uh, offer. I'm kicking myself. Oh my I'm God. hoping the offer is still out there. Yeah, well, not now. Now, I had <laughs> met him a hundred, no, not now, of course. I'd met him a hundred times through the monitor, interviewing him from Fox, and a hundred times after that. But yeah. that was the only time I ever met him That's in awesome. Person. Yeah. That's great. It's a great yeah. story. It, it is a funny now, story. You, you know that the times were different. But yes. you just kind of rap about Michael Jackson. Yes. And I know you follow it closely, but the talking about overwhelming odds, yes. the overwhelming odds are in the favor that B.B. going to lose his job here. I think so. Yeah. I think he's going to lose his job, and I'm sorry to say he may lose his freedom. I think the there's not, not only the prosecutions that were uh, put on hold after October 7th, but the investigations that will come uh, will all point at him. What do you mean investigations? I know his oh, wife and, is in some trouble too. No, no, I don't. I don't mean uh, that kind of stuff. I mean investigations of how October seventh happened, and, right? And who was asleep at the their, switch? Their he wasn't right. He failures. wasn't personally asleep at the switch. Well, right. But he's ultimately responsible for those who were. Well, let's stay with that because what we've seen since October the seventh is uh, ugly. Right here. Right here in yes. New York. The, the I next... heard. I heard. I was right in the other room listening to uh, you and Curtis and you and Andrew. Right. I mean, almost every day, despite Eric Adams' contention, it's not every day. It's almost every day. These people hijack our city, and they're not just annoying. They're nasty. Sometimes they get violent. When you've got Jewish students holed up inside a library because they're scared to death, I, you know, I don't care, First Amendment or not. we got to figure out a way. We must figure out a way. Amendments don't kill people. They take people like this off the streets. Well, the First Amendment does not protect violence. The First Amendment protects speech. It, exp it protects expressions that accompany speech. It does not give you the right to block traffic. It does not give you the right to terrify somebody. What about hate speech? Hate speech. Is, uh, you don't want to hear this. Ask Tecapina. Ask Idella. Ask Andrew Giuliani, hate speech is protected by the First Amendment. And the rem I'll give you two reasons. The remedy for hate speech is not silence or punishment. It's more speech. The practical reason is we want to know who the haters are and where they are. Because if we suppress hate speech, it'll still come out, but it'll come out anonymously. I'd rather know who the hater is, and I'd rather neutralize them with more speech. George Napolitano live in studio. So you'll be across the street talking about our mutual friend, Donald Trump. And he's got so many cases, oh, the poor man. guy, going on. Uh, now, he was here in New York uh, this week as he was going back and forth to Iowa and New Hampshire dealing with E. Jean Carroll. Now, I don't believe E. Jean Carroll, not even for a second. Hey, just so you know, I'm the type of guy that believes the woman. I was going to say, you usually do side with the women. Usually, Judge, 99% of the time, there is no question that this lady who's dug up after three decades with a ridiculous story of crowded Bergdorf Goodman is lying. And you know this, number two on that list that the jury sees, 
They don't get raped. They go to the next charge. Correct. So now all of a sudden, he's a sexual abuser. Right. If the second charge was stealing cantaloupe, he'd be a cantaloupe I, stealer. I understand how you feel. They always include that lesser included. It allows the jury to compromise. So we're talking about the trial that was three or four months ago. He was The one he, that it, Joe Tacopina, your friend, won. One of the great cross-examiners of all time and one of the great uh, lawyers. I'm sorry he no longer represents the president. Uh and I think Joe's going to be here shortly after me. Joe did a great job, and the jury found that he did not rape her, but they compromised on this uh, sexual assault. So Trump is stuck with that. This new trial does not go to that. This new trial is only about how much harm did he cause her by the words that he used while he was in a press conference outside the White House. Why are they trying that now? Because of the same issue that's in the federal appeals court, immunity. Trump said, I'm, I was the president of the United States at a press conference. You can't sue me for what I say at a press conference. Took the courts three years to say, well, yes, because this had, not, had nothing to do with your duties as president. Now he's confronting the other immunity issue, which is, is he immune from a prosecution for what he did on January 6th? Well, let's talk about that because I understand that the lawyers, even the judge, that Judge Pan, another friend of mine now, that they tend this to... This is another uh, lady that you don't like even though you always side with the ladies. Correct. I hate her, in fact. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation. Or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. Um, but you never heard of her before last <laughs> week. Maybe I don't always side with the ladies. I don't know. But, you know, I understand that they have to go to the, you know, the worst degree to prove their point. So in that immunity hearing, right. she talked about, so let me get this straight, Mr. President. You can do whatever you want. You can go out and kill, you know, assassinate the guy you're running against, which, by the way, Joe Biden is doing literally and figuratively every day. By putting Trump in court, he is assassinating the president without shooting him. But it was such a ridiculous hypothetical i was hoping the attorney for trump would come back and say come on give me a break that's exactly what he should have said instead he fell right into her trap and he said yes the president could order seal team six to kill his adversary and never be prosecuted for it that lawyer has become the laughing stock of the international even friends of mine in europe the international legal community because he didn't deal with it properly and by doing that he made the president's very legitimate arguments look ridiculous it's going to be a hearing about fanny willis coming up about this improper relationship yes she had with the uh, the special prosecutor sex money vacations all the stuff you would think she would have done but talking to smart people like you takapina and others she could be removed from the case 
But that, that doesn't mean the case goes away. Correct. Or Trump's got a better chance of winning. Correct. So w- when there's prosecutorial misconduct and it harms the defendant, like the uh, the government bribed a witness or the government uh, held back exculpatory evidence, and then they find it, well, that can throw the case out. But when there's prosecutorial misconduct in the prosecutor's personal life, that does it doesn't affect the case. This all this does is embarrass her. She's either going to stay there and embarrassed or they're going to remove her, but the prosecution will continue. It might be delayed a little bit if they change prosecutors, but it will continue. Are you as a guy that before you became this great media guy, and you are great, you really are, great on TV for many years, on Fox, Imus, you got your own podcast, which does very, very well, you're with me every week, but you're a big-time judge. So when you see, go back to Pan for a second, but fine, even worse, the way Lewis Kaplan, for example, conducts himself in a courtroom where Donald Trump walks in. Before he's even seen or heard one piece of evidence, he's guilty because I don't like him. Bottom line. And then he scolds him and yells at him, him and Hobble. When you see that, are you embarrassed for your profession? I am. If I disliked the defendant, I recused myself from the case, and I didn't say why. Did, did, did you really do that? Yes, because because everybody is entitled to a fair trial and entitled to a trial that appears to be fair. It must both be fair and appear to the public to be fair. Those are the two standards. And if I had a personal animosity towards either side, the government or the defendant, I would call up the clerk and say, I'm recusing myself, send this to another judge. But, but it seems, and again, I'm just a guy. Right, I'm not a smart lawyer like my wife Danielle, a judge like you're you. pretty smart. I'm okay. It seems um, silly to me that we have to wait for the person to do that because why would the judge want to accuse himself if he has the opportunity to hammer Trump and make sure he's guilty? So why isn't there a governing body or somebody else that looks at what's going on and says, "I got to tell you, you got to go, continue the trial, and bring in somebody who at least." Like they're impartial. So that's a very good question. I don't know if Trump's lawyers asked him to recuse himself at the outset. If they failed to do so, they they waived. Well, they, they gave they, up their opportunity. But don't forget, George, they did ask the female judge in D.C. to recuse herself. Right. She laughed at it. All right, but at least that's an appealable issue now because they they made the record. If they failed to ask about Judge Kaplan, and by the way, he's got a very good reputation. This this uh, nastiness in the courtroom, I have not seen it from of him prior to this. Uh, if they failed to ask for the recusal, they've given up the the that as an appellate issue. I know you're doing mostly Trump at Newsmax today, but the Bidens, there were still some legal issues there. In fact, Hunter finally agreed yesterday. Remember, he was going right. to be held in contempt because I'm not, I want to do this in an open forum. I'm not doing it privately. Now he's agreed behind closed doors. And guess what he's going to do? Plead the fifth. He's got to plead the fifth. He's facing three indictments. He would be crazy to discuss the substance of those indictments. So wait, so he's going to walk in to some room there with all these congressmen and just plead the fifth the whole time? Yes. If he utters a word in an answer and waives his Fifth Amendment right, he would be insane. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
He has an absolute Fifth Amendment right not to answer anything, as you would or I would. God forbid we were indicted and Congress called us in and tried to get us to discuss the substance of the indictment. So this is basically a charade. If the Republicans have dirt on the old man, let's get it out there. We need to know what it is. By the way, I don't think the old man's going to run. I'm with Curtis. I don't think the old man's going to run for you. Nobody does. Not just Curtis. Uh, The only two people on this show... That still think Biden is going to be there, or which Lowry and uh, Andrew Giuliani. Well, Steve, I respect them both, but I disagree with them. I I, I don't know if it's going to be. Um, There's uh, only one other person. It's either Obama or Biden. That's it. Correct. That's it. So correct. if you don't believe Biden is running, then Listen, you're with Roger if, Stone and Steve Bannon, if, and that's Michelle Obama. If Barack Obama could run for a third term, right. he would give Trump a run for his money right now. Right. Mrs. Well, his Obama, wife has the same Miss, name. Mrs. Obama, <laughs> she might even be a stronger candidate. Because she's a woman. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. And the Democrats know that. Chuck Schumer's listening to us now and making notes. He's right across the street. You know no. that, right? <laughs> he, held, he actually holds his press conference on that street corner right across the street every Sunday. Oh, gosh. I got to tell you a funny story. I'm on a plane. I am seated next to Al Sharpton. I am behind Bill O'Reilly, and I'm in front of Chuck Schumer. Wow. Schumer stands it's like up. like the old joke. Sh- it sounds like a Jew and an Italian. A rabbi and a priest walk into an Irish bar. So, so Schumer stands up and goes, let's do a selfie. And, and, uh, and as Sharpton says, oh my God, nobody will believe it. And O'Reilly goes, that's right, because we're not doing it. <laughs> So I love Bill O'Reilly. Hey, listen, it's great. I, I love that you're doing this because I love seeing you in person. Oh, it's a lot of fun. It really is. I look forward to every Friday. God it's be with you on your trip to Israel. Well, I'll see you once before. Yeah, we'll see you next yeah, Friday. Next yes. Friday. You got it. And uh, next time, come with maple syrup. Don't ever come in empty-handed. Did you use it yet? Not yet. All right. All right. Yeah. When it's done, you let me know. All right. That's we're, ma- great... we're making more this month. How about that? Yes. Judge Andrew Napolitano does a great job with us every week. We'll be on Newsmax coming up. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.